Hi and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Chris, Lee, and joining us tonight, Kieran Thompson. Hi, Kieran. Hello, Thank- Kieran. Hi, thanks Hello. for thanks for coming along. Um, do you want to uh, tell the listeners um, who you are and how you've ended up on the show? Um, I make it exciting. <laughs> I, I'm I'm the man who has the idiot dad who texts me about Liam Lawson all the time. <laughs> as, it was meant to be better than that, wasn't it? I, uh... <laughs> I, I, I was I, I was expecting more. We brought you on because of I, your special skills. Kieran, <laughs> start loosely with the plot of Spider Man No Way Home and work from there. <laughs> I am Kieran Thompson. I am the Isle of Wight's number one and only uh, new music show DJ who hosts the new music show Sundays from 7pm on Bexis Radio. Um, I also watch Formula One. And has an extensive library of knowledge. A, a, a scary level of useless information, which is only useful for the next hour or so. And a pub quiz at some other point. <laughs> that's yes. Pretty it's a much shame we don't what... do a... Co- uh, sorry, Sean. I was going to say, that's pretty much what everyone's based on here, really, a sort of useless info that you would never use anywhere else. That's all, all we need. Well, all, all that's how I live my life. All the mm-hmm. pubs around here got sick of us winning pub quizzes, so I now present <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah, we, we did manage to go the entirety of 2009 unbeaten. Pretty good going. Never go back to that pub again. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't spend any money in there either because it's always beer vouchers. Anyway, we'll get we'll get back on topic at um, at some point. Um, just start off with an apology. Sorry, uh, sorry, we didn't do a show last week, but uh, I got hit with COVID and we couldn't get Nico Hulkenberg in to fill in for me. So uh, we, we I to... did actually try. I tweeted him. <laughs> I I I saw the tweet and I saw all of the no responses. Bastard. I, mean, I guess it's mainly that... because he liked a last minute stand in, doesn't he? Well, he's he's been the stand-in three times for um, for COVID-related absences. Three times, four, four times, times, four times, four times. Now. But mm. once didn't make it to the grid. Mm. Oh, we can actually say um, it was on the show last week, but we didn't actually make it to record. There you go. All right, that one swing and a miss. Um, <laughs> right. Probably a bit too late to do a Saudi Arabian Grand Prix review. Um, it happened. DRS battle for the lead. Perez got done by a safety car. Um, Ferrari won. No. Um, uh, didn't. <laughs> so memorable. Oh, so memorable was that race. Okay, now. COVID, COVID fever dream. Ferrari COVID won. COVID won. Um, Bloody hell. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's, right. Fuck the race. Let's talk about the cars because that's two different races we've had now on two different types of tracks. And we've seen really close racing with cars that can follow each other. So. Yeah. That's my, my take from this is especially if we can go to Australia this weekend, which is kind of going to cover all types of tracks as in like circuit street and then whatever Albert Park is. Mm. Uh, I, I I think we're I think we've fixed Formula One as far as racing goes. If if we get close racing in, in Australia, yeah, yeah. I mean the battle be- the battle between uh, Max and Charles sort of proved that the can cars can actually get close and. Pretty much go will to will without trying to kill each other, and not actually lose time fighting for position as well. Which I'm not used to seeing that in F1. It's not. It's been a, it's been a long time since we've had that. Mm, tell that to the Alpines. But the uh, the the it was the fact that you can you can get past somebody and then not immediately get your down, downforce stripped off you so you end up dropping back two seconds. Uh, so you can fight back and try and get past somebody. Uh, I'm, my only concern is that that was down to the DRS situation. Um, and then I, the other thing I thought was, is that what Australia is trying to copy with all its weird like four DRS zones and two activation points? Is it four DRS zones, though? So it's it's, so. it's four yeah. it's four separate DRS zones, but only two activation points. So if you have DRS at one activation point, you will get two DRS zones. One of which is around a curve, which is exciting. 
Yeah, mm. it's it's the straight, isn't it? Essentially, it's it the straight is. with the chicane in the middle, and then <laughs> it's the not start a straight. Finish... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the straight with all the corners on it. Yeah, yeah, that... <laughs> it's Grosjean just... straight. Yeah, just yeah. like just like that famous drag strip, the Norschleifer. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't, don't, don't knock the uh, final strike on the Nordschleifer. It gives you time to open a beer, have, <laughs> smoke a cigar, and then you then you apply the brakes. Unless you're driving it in the wet. Has anyone seen Jimmy Broadbent's latest video on Gran Turismo 7? Yes. No. <laughs> he decides to uh, race a Turbo 911 on the Nordschleifer in the wet. It's it's dead funny because I, I don't take like live television apart from live Formula One races into the house anymore. YouTube has now decided that uh, Jimmy Broadbent is my breakfast television. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it it does it does seem that the cars can race each other. But you say somebody tell that to Alpine, right? Ocon in a pink car, sleeper agent. He's been reactivated. Must kill teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, I mean, I know it didn't matter in the end anyway because Alonso uh, Alonso retired, but the, he that 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 fucking race between them really fucked up, him, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it may have cost Alonso his 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 power unit as well. Um, yes, mm-hmm. possibly fighting so hard with your teammate. Um, we like this this new Formula One. We 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 actually put this forward as as early as you know one of our first podcasts. You know, saying this is what needs to happen to Formula One, and it's it's kind of happened. Um, so we can't complain too much. But do, at the same do time, we, do we have too much power? Is what you're getting at there? No, 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 not at all, <laughs> not at all, not at all. But the um, the strange thing is, when it comes to a team game, you would expect the team to be on the radio. You know, I mean, Otmar said they were allowed to race freely. But you'd expect them to get on the radio and just say, "Look, just just allow the this guy to go ahead for a, a few laps, and then if he's not as fast as he thinks he is, we'll swap you again." But that never happened. No, as for way they've always done it. That's just how it happens. Then all of a sudden, well, I, but can you really do that on Alonso? Can you really do that on Ocon? I don't know. I, when Ocon came in sixth in front of Lando, you went. Oh, he quietly had a very good race, didn't he? I mean, you think back 30 laps and goes, no, he was trying to kill Fernando Alonso, wasn't he, earlier on in the race? <laughs> Forgot about that bit. Um, yeah, I think it's hard to tell Ocon, don't overtake Alonso because he might be quicker than you. It's hard to tell Alonso, let the guy 13 years younger than you skate off into the distance a bit. They're just mm. not going to do yeah, it, it's are too, they? It's two pretty yeah. big egos, isn't it? Yeah. So is it a team in that respect? You know, that's uh, that's probably the... It remember? was last year in Hungary, wasn't it? That was yeah. probably the yeah. best duo performance. As was Williams last year as well. That was Hungary as well, wasn't it? When mm-hmm. Not as bad as obviously. Um, but he said, sacrifice my race, uh, you know, to, to save Nicky's if we need to. And obviously Latifi and Russell both scored points mm-hmm. in that race. So, you know, you've got to be that team player. But at the same time, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know who's in charge of making sure that you've got to play the team game. There's a fine line, isn't there, between playing that team game and uh, multi twenty one. Making sure, yeah, yeah. You don't want a multi twenty one, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, talking about the things that came out of uh, Saudi Arabia, somebody did send me um, send me a message this week saying, "Is is there a more iconic duo in Formula One than Latifi on a wall?" Oh, <laughs> I mean, even given the last few races, no. I mean, Latifi crashes. Out comes a safety car. Max wins. Is he on free Red Bull? <laughs> he shouldn't need it. He's is his dad has all the groceries, doesn't he? That's what he does in Canada. Maybe his dad gets the free Red Bull to sell. Maybe. <laughs> That the one of our favourite phrases in our household has become, "Oh, it's fucking Latifi again," <laughs> <laughs> which isn't ideal. That shouldn't be a catchphrase as F one driver. A Facebook group that I am part of that chats about Formula One. Uh, called he gets called Benifi. <laughs> I, I, I do feel like without Mazepin and Giovinazzi, 
there is going to be a, a lot more focus on Latifi this year, and he, he's um, not started well. Yeah. Yeah, Williams Williams are still a worry. Yeah, two, two races, two, um, two iffy performances. I think that might be the worst car this year. I think so too, yeah. yeah. Not, looking it's not at looking it. good. It's not good. You've got someone, a, a, a clear, not a power struggle, but definitely a management unbalancing for three or four years, which unsettled the team massively. Then they went into debt big time, got bought out by an American firm who went, we've got so much money that we don't need Claire Williams and we don't need pay drivers. We're going to do fine. We're going to hold on to this one pay driver because we think he's all right. Oh, he's crashed. Oh, he's crashed again. Oh, he's crashed once more. Okay. It's it's not a great setup to have an F1 team, especially not one of the most successful F1 teams of all time. Yeah, and of course, the, the worry is with that is, is it doing damage to, I would say Albon's career, but Albon's second career? You know, it, it, he could be on his last mm. life now in F1 after, um, after being put through the Red Bull meat grinder. Makes a comeback. And... You know, get, gets to drive an absolute shed. Yeah, but who, who else are you going to find? To, well, I say who are you going to find to drive that Williams? Probably anyone. <laughs> Hulkenberg. <laughs> yeah, Hulkenberg. <laughs> yeah, but the the, uh, the the thing with Albon is that if if Alex Albon does a really good job this year uh, in you know outperforms Nicholas Latifi consistently. Throughout all twenty-three races, he's the man who's who's clearly ahead of Nicholas Latifi. It kind of, it, it that destroys Latifi's career more than Albon's. Mm. Albon has then shown himself that he he can be a team leader, uh, and I, I wouldn't mind betting that he could get picked up by you know anybody who needs another driver, basically. Mm. Um, whereas Latifi, I don't think he can go anywhere else at the moment other than Williams. <laughs> Well, that's, that's the thing. I mean, no, nobody's looking for a pay driver, even, even with even with what he brings. Um, and I think I think mainly because of his reputation for um, for being a, occasionally quick at best. I think we've kind of you can't put him... it in a wall in Australia, can he? He can't hmm. do that. I mean, he can. Sorry, he will find a wall if there is one. I think that's, <laughs> that's how he runs. Um, but I think we've kind of given him a little bit of a pass, haven't we? The last couple of years because we've known. George Russell is brilliant, so anyone who's getting out, anyone would get outshone by him. Albon did very well in F2, looked all right in Red Bull until it started to go a little bit wrong. We don't necessarily think he's necessarily going to be like future world champion. If he is also comfortably outperforming Latifi, then yeah, Latifi just has nothing more to give, really. Except for the squil- yeah. squillions of dollars a year. Yeah, but he's spending all that on front wings. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, I would like. I do have the the nice vision of at Melbourne when Latifi has his inevitable crash, and the clerk of the course just turns up and goes, "But we widened the track." <laughs> <laughs> but that's the problem. You've widened it. You put it closer to the wall. You're inviting it. <laughs> yeah, you widened my car as well. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> so the other the other big F one news of the week is um, we're going to Vegas. Well, we're literally not going to Vegas because it'll cost a bloody fortune. But F one's going to Vegas. <coughs> oh, Bless you. Oh. Bless you for twenty twenty three. Yes, it's it's not. Thankfully, it's not happening this year. They've not managed to shoehorn another race in. Although uh, is it is everything replacing Russia officially? I can't remember what the what the news was about that. It's not been officially announced yet, but it's looking more and more likely it's going to be Qatar. Okay, back at Lasail again. Yeah, I thought they weren't doing that because of the World Cup this year. I um, think I think lots and lots of money may have been exchanged. It's possibly part right. of the World Cup opening ceremony. But yeah, I think what, the other the other hot rumors were what were Turkey and Malaysia. Yeah, Malaysia, yeah, Malaysia seems to have sort of dropped dropped off the radar, and Turkey isn't getting mentioned as much. But um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be another one, another one back at Lasail, which it's it's an all right circuit. It was a bit of a boring race, wasn't it, last year? If I remember rightly, I can't remember it, so I'm going to say yes, it probably was boring. 
to be Alonso podium, wasn't it? I think it so might have been third in that. I mean, it's a bit rich of them to go. Oh, we're not we're not sure about Russia's political dealings right now. We're taking the race from you now. Get me Mr. Qatar on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> I. <clears throat> Welcome to Formula I, One, kids. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious when that was cancelled because it was like, yeah, we're not going to Russia. Next, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah, there is a... Ignore that massive fire about nine miles away. That means nothing. <laughs> yeah, even Max Verstappen, wasn't it? Was it, was it Friday practice where Max Verstappen was like, I can smell something burning. Is that my car? I was like, no, just ignore that. <laughs> That's we don't what, want to talk about it. That's is what, it Roman Grosjean? No, it's not Roman Grosjean, <laughs> right? It's just it's just a fire in the distance that we don't talk about. That that's why the drivers' meeting went on so long. They just wanted to keep them cooped up in a room so they couldn't see it. Hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, look, it looks like it's La Salle again. But no, the uh, the Vegas Grand Prix, and it's going to be held on a Saturday night. For Which us, is, or for them? For, for them, them? For them? For them? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not being somebody who's super up on American sports, uh, I've never hidden that fact in the past. Um, what is on? What is on for sports fans usually on a like a late Saturday night? Because it will be late for most of the US At if it's a night time, race in Vegas. Yeah, it's UFC or or boxing in Vegas would be the other option. Yeah, aren't they doing it on Saturday to keep it away from football? Well, yes and no because it's Thanksgiving weekend. Um, it's a big NFL weekend with three games on the Thursday and the rest on the Sunday. But the reason that the NFL don't play on Saturdays up to December is college football, which actually gets bigger attendances and sometimes bigger TV ratings. And 10 o'clock Pacific time on a Saturday night, all the games will have finished. So that way it's not going to clash with them. And of course it makes it, because they want a night race because they want to show the Las Vegas Strip with all the lights off. So they can't really hold it 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, Pacific time, because you're already into 1am on the East Coast. Yeah. And 5, five o'clock Monday morning, 5, 6 o'clock Monday morning in Europe, where the majority of your audience is, you, you're not going to get anything there. So by having it on a Saturday night... It kind of makes it at the same time as the Australian Grand Prix, the Japanese Grand Prix, for European viewers. Well, and for well, for worldwide viewers. So, but also, is it is it more accessible for American fans? Because I think that's the big deal, isn't it? You know, we've gone from no races in America to the occasional race in America to this one circuit that is that everybody seems to love at, at Cota. Um, and then you, we've got now two this year with Miami joining, and it's, and and it's fake got, yacht club. Don't forget the fake yacht club, fake yacht club. And now there's going to be three races in America to try and um, you know boost this this huge market in America to tap into, which I think is a great thing for the sport in general. Uh, I've seen people like Sean Kelly, uh, virtual stat man, saying that you know he's seen people out in the streets wearing F1 merch now, which he would never have seen like years ago. Um, it's only really in the last couple of years that, that Formula One has really come into the fore in the US. So, but, so the, but the race has to be accessible for that audience, if you know what I mean. Yeah, which... it's going to be dis. Sorry, I was, uh, I was just going to say it's going to be disappointing to a lot of newer American fans who go wonder why halfway through the race Will Buxton doesn't interrupt it all to explain what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all he needs to do is pre-record a bit, saying the one who crosses the line first wins. I like Will Books, and I think people should stop being mean I, to him. Genuinely, <laughs> one of the nicest people. I name drop. Uh, I interviewed him for a project that I did about five years ago at uni. Um, he was of everyone I interviewed for that project. He was the nicest, most loveliest person. Gave you all the time he had. Um, yeah, I've I've got his email address somewhere. Do you, do you know what I really feel under sorry. the table? I really feel sorry for him for the stick he's getting for Drive, drive to Survive, considering like because essentially he's just a TV presenter, and um, what's happened is he's been tucked into a room uh, with, with the Netflix crew, and they've sat there and they've passed him a load of lines and say, "Say all those for us, please," yeah. in a Will Buxton type fashion. Thank you very you much. You make it sound like a kidnapping. I probably was. <laughs> probably was. 
there's a couple of comments on a Simpsons F1 Facebook group, um, which is around about my exact target audience. Um, <laughs> which I think was, I'm part of that group too. <laughs> it's called Put It In MGUH. Yeah. Um, shout out to all 23 of them. Um, <laughs> and there, someone was like, ah, oh, I can't stand that third fake commentator on Netflix on Drive to Survive. And you're like, that's Jack Nichols. He's not fake. He's real. <laughs> he's an actual person. He does the think... Formula E. I know it's bad, but you know he does the Formula E. The problem with Jack Nichols and Drive to Survive was of all the fake commentary that's like interjected in the ratio web, where it's it's clearly being done after the fact just for Netflix. His sounds the most plastic. Yeah. He makes jokes about it on the Checkered Flag podcast every so often about how fake he sounds on the. Which we, well, at least which, he recognises it. Which we still never yeah. got the invite to go on because Jenny Gow said she was going to sort something out. Was it something we said? Possibly. Well, you're all more than welcome to come on Vectis Radio's new music show. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Kieran Thompson. I mean, Chris has been on there about 34 times. He probably got a PRS check from us. So. <laughs> probably did, to be fair. I was going to no, say, you, you, oh. you played stuff by three of us. Yeah. Uh, clans have got a new album coming out, Kieran. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, send me a message. Yeah. <laughs> have I played anything by Sean? I, I don't have music, so you, I doubt you will have played anything by me. <laughs> have I played anything by you, Paul? Vita? Oh, probably have been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, I forgot. The, the answer then should have been, yeah, I probably did. <laughs> well, it's nice to meet a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we strayed away dangerously here, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, it won't be the show without a good old tangent or 25. Um, where, where were we? Yeah, Australia. So, four DRS zones, um, slightly reprofiled corners in a few places, a wider track, and up in the middle of the night. Oh, we were talking about Vegas, weren't we? This, this is how far, yeah. far we yeah, got derailed. We've done, we've done, I think, with Same Australia. Thing. Yeah. What do we think about the circuit? Like the actual, cause it, i got to be honest, the circuit doesn't look... It's underwhelming, to be honest. It, it looks layout. like it could be a bit procession-y, doesn't it? Like, it's not screaming, oh, yeah, that's a race. Yeah, gas brake turn, gas brake turn, gas brake turn. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's a Lance Stroll circuit. I've, yeah. I've heard both both things now. I've heard people say it's going to be procession-y. Then I've heard racing drivers say, oh, no, like there's at least, at least two or three overtaken opportunities around the lap. I just don't think when when it comes to these things, when you're looking at looking at a top down map of a circuit, you're just not going to know until you go there. This is very true. It's a bit wide. I found you can drive a cruise ship through the strait. It's it's so wide. It's like Azerbaijan in that respect. Well, what do you think they're going to do with the team principles parade on? <laughs> <laughs> because as of Miami, that's now going to be a thing. What, the team, team principles, principles parade. parade? Yeah. Fuck off. No, seriously, <laughs> seriously, straight up. It wasn't an April Fool. Jesus. No, I, I read about this as well. It's, Is it an April Fool? I, I thought that, that was a joke. It, it does feel not not like a thing that should actually exist. <laughs> no, what hang I'm, on a second. Sorry, you mis, misheard what I said. No, Paul, what are you on about? That's, <laughs> that's not a thing. I didn't read that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, apparently in Miami, the team principles are going to go around on the back of the flatbed as well. I mean, if anyone other than Gunter Steiner is allowed to talk on that, that is just going to be a snooze fest, isn't it? And we all know, because of Drive to Survive, that Gunter Steiner does need his own show. Yeah, Did anybody catch his remark that he actually made to the media after Kevin Magnuson scored two points in Saudi Arabia. Is this, is this the one about fucking the paddock and then he's then since yeah. denied it and said, no, no, I said hug. Yeah, I would have fucked the whole paddock last year for two points. <laughs> what <he's> saying? <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh, Lawrence Stroll, that's a difficult fuck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's I, don't, I don't know. Ugly he's... people in that paddock. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran, you're going through people in the paddock thinking, yep. 
No, not Lawrence Stroll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mick. Yeah, have a go. Mick. Yeah. Lando, you can't you can't fuck Lando. You can't do that. <laughs> Lawrence. Oh no, that's it. That's the limit. I don't know. Williams and Austin Martin. Coming after last coming after last year's drive to survive, it's a miracle Lawrence Stroll's actually got two kids after that you've got fifteen minutes. To prove I'm serious, you've got seven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, ghastly human being! It's such a shame that one of my favourite drivers said. I mean, ten years ago, I wouldn't been caught dead saying that. But one of my favourite drivers said is in almost like a dictatorial relationship with Lawrence Stroll. I mean, Stroll Jr., he accepts it because he is spawn of Stroll. But Seb, it just seems like it's cruel. Mm. Hashtag free free Seb. (laughs) (laughs) When you buy one Seb, get one free. Um, (laughs) Respect to Sebastian Vettel for sticking to the old calendar and starting the Formula One season in Australia. Yes, of course, he is, um, like us, returning from COVID. Um, COVID free for race three. (laughs) It's hard to get on a T-shirt, that, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think it probably is, yeah. Or five people with different T-shirts, COVID free for... Oh, Pete, you've got a free instead of... Oh, Pete. (laughs) Did you see the the football team that um, lined up for the traditional um, pre-match photo last week and the T-shirts all had a letter on it meant to say stop war? And unfortunately, they stood in the wrong order and it came out war pots. Excellent. (laughs) Sorry, raw pots. Raw pots. They got it exactly backwards. Yes. Brilliant work. <laughs> yeah, they waved at one set of fans that looked normal. They turned it round the other. Whoops. <laughs> I did see the um, the minute silence the first weekend of the football after the war broke out. And they had the mascot next to... I can't remember who it was now. But you know how mascots have big, fluffy, <laughs> smiley faces? And now for a minute silence, just big smile on the mascot whilst 11 people bowed have, their heads. Have you come across the Twitter account Mascots Minute Silence? I have, yeah. That it, might have been where I saw it. It, it is exclusively mascots looking a little bit gormless <laughs> at somber moments. It's very tasteless, very, very entertaining. It, it's, a, it's always funny is that um, I think it's, it's Grimsby that have got the giant haddock, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very difficult to look poignant as a giant haddock. Right, hang on a second. I'm googling Grimsby mascot now. I went. I went to uni in Lincoln. That was a giant haddock. Was like the nickname for several of my mates. Um, a giant haddock from up there in Grimsby. Sorry, Sam. That was his name. Is that is that that? That's a no. Shrimp. Grimsby's That's mascot is some old guy. Like I don't know what is that this is. Him with his Sorry. costume yeah. off. Sorry, Grim. It's the Mighty Mariner. Apparently, is uh, it now? I'm probably going to speak for lots of the listeners by saying, I have no fucking idea what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheel. (laughs) Um, All I'm saying, Lee, is you wouldn't fuck Lauren Stroll. I just feel feel that there should be a pause and like some dramatic music going, dun, 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 previously on Three Legs Four Wheel. (laughs) What the fuck is the nose on that thing? What, Lawrence it's... Stroll? No, this... <laughs> the Grimsby mascot. Seriously, what is wrong with it? I've well, sent it to, to, to you all. You uh, it all have it, that it looks like a giant paper cup from this distance. <laughs> Maybe it is. Anyway. Anyway, Formula, Formula One, yes. Um... Oh, Christ, you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God, it, it looks like something else. Operation U tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's possibly the tree. <laughs> Sorry. Steve Coogan's playing him in a BBC One drama later in the year. <laughs> Shall we talk about the Australian Grand Prix? Yeah. Let's. Have it go. I won't come back. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kieran. I blame Paul for this. Carry on. <laughs> um, so, yes. 
Back to um, back to Melbourne for the first time since 2019. Um, the new, allegedly improved Albert Park circuit. Um, I think these improvements were... I think they were planned for last year before the race got cancelled. Am I right? That does ring a bell, yes. Uh, well, yeah, because the race was going to be in November, wasn't it? Yeah. And then and then quite early on they said, uh, no, no race this year because we're not changing the laws to allow people in before Formula One gets here. So we may as well cancel the race now. And I think that was like, because they moved it from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, and then I think it was like, must have been like July or something that they cancelled it. June or July. Yeah, that um, yeah, that that does sound about right. So sort of, it it wasn't one of, it wasn't a last minute thing, unlike unlike twenty twenty. Well, that was, Which about, was extremely last minute. That was about twenty minutes after the last minute, wasn't it? Um, so with the with the changes, let me just bring the details up. Um, the widened turn one, um, widened turn three, and made massive changes to um turn, turn six, six and every- yeah. practically everything from turn nine onwards um yeah, so it, it's all very very smooth now isn't it mm. i think it looks good yeah and of course yeah. with the with the four drs zones i think um because sean you said one of them's on a curve and that's the yes. uh that's the notorious sort of curved straight where um, Jacques Villeneuve's rear wing failed on the uh, BAR debut in '99. It's not what you want, really, is it, to have any kind of failure there when you've got your DRS open? Yeah, so. no. <laughs> you know, pra- he practically invented DRS in that one move and then had a massive spin. <laughs> <laughs> your DRS is too good. <laughs> get off the circuit. Get off the get off the circuit. <laughs> There is scope for a massive crash down at turn 11. Because I remember right, the last little bit of that is a little bit blind. If you're going flat out from turn five or so all the way down to that fast left and then right, you've got a a bit of a scope for something to happen there. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially if we see DRS gate again, where it's just like, oh, no, after you. After you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then somebody's got all of the DRS for the straight with the corners in it. I think I described it as earlier. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. not straight. <laughs> we're back. We're back on Clarkson again, aren't we? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it will. It, there will be DRS. DRS walls. I was just going to say that's all. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say because it, it does look like a straight run from um, you come out of turn six and then get to uh, get to turn ten un- under DRS, and of course the chicane's gone. So that is just going to increase the speed massively. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 I I fear for Mercedes in this one again. Now, this is an interesting one. Yeah, I think we all would say we're not fear for Mercedes. It's not like they're right at the back, are they? They're still scoring points. They're just not miles out front anymore. Um, but Mercedes have, have, have threatened. I haven't seen anything confirmed, but they've threatened to bring upgrades to Australia. One to Australia, one to Imola, and then another one to Barcelona. That's very most, early. Yeah, whereas mm. most teams have said, well, there's a bit of weight to be saved here, but we're going to wait until we get to Europe to do it. And they have to, though, don't they? They 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 have to solve this problem. There's no if they don't do it, um, if they don't do it within the next couple of races, that's championship over for them. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were saying before about Sebastian Vettel having a 21 race season. It does look like you know Mercedes might have to you know, start their season in in Australia. They're quite clearly the third best car, but they're quite oh, they're, they're they're quite far ahead of everyone behind them as well. Mm. But they're they're like a distant third, clearly far behind Red Bull and Ferrari, but quite far ahead of anyone behind them. Um, the two most interesting things I think going into Australia is going to be where McLaren and Mercedes end up on the grid because. McLaren looked really good in testing or first test before everything went fucking nuclear on them. 
Um, Mercedes, it, I mean, they might have a good car if they can sort this porpoising problem out so that they don't have to keep running it so high. And it's the first race where they've been able to get back to home base and go, well, fuck this, guys. How do we fix it? So I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if Mercedes end up with Red Bull and Ferrari. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they stay where they are and they, you know, it's their season's fucked. Yeah, it might turn out that the result in Bahrain and two Red Bulls conking out yards from the finish might end up being the their defining result mm-hmm. because they might pick things up and end up steamrolling Red Bull and Ferrari halfway through the year. But that might have been the one thing which decided it for them early on and got them a toe in the door. Yeah, I don't see it happening though. I think that I think this year's got to be either a Ferrari or Red Bull winner. Yeah, yeah, it, it's too. It, the, the, I agree with Kieran. I think it's uh, too. They're too far down the road, almost, aren't they? For because they're also gonna, they're also gonna develop as well. You know, they they, they know that there's there's weight to be lost. They know that there's improvements to be made to these uh, new generation of cars, and that they're gonna bring them. You know, European, um, you know, European season is going to be time for updates, and then sort of the last set of, of major upgrades. Everyone's going to already be planning them. Um, so if you're already one or even two steps behind, you're, you're always going to be that one or two steps behind because everybody always, okay, well, that works. We'll, we'll move on to the next thing. How can we improve that even more? Because you're still trying to work out your problems that they solved before the season even started. Yeah. yeah it can't, it can't... Unless that car is already a rocket ship. Unless the you know the, that sort of zero side pod type design is the way to go. And they, but they just didn't foresee an issue. Yeah, because I mean, they've, they've hit the position now where it looks like they're going all in on the zero side pods and they're having to make the best out of the situation with it. And... I think they've got to. I think if, if they've, if, because don't forget they're going to have X amount of developments already penned in that, you know, it's an, it's such a radical design. I, I don't think you'd be able to adapt something like that. It, it would be, you'd have to rip it up and do like what, um, uh, Force India were famous for it, weren't they, for a couple of years where they, they had like a whole redesigned car come the second half of the season. Mm. But the difference is they were just looking for the best results they could get come the, before the end of the season, whereas uh, Mercedes need to get it sorted quicker. Otherwise, you know, what they used to, where they used to be and just isn't going to be there for them. The, yeah, other difference there, the other difference there is that Force India would be starting with what would be essentially an evolution of the year before car mm. and then mm. bringing all the updates whereas mercedes can't really do that at the moment because last year's car isn't the car anymore yeah yeah i, th- I mm. think the closest example is um can't remember what year but the williams with the walrus nose and all of a sudden halfway through the year they just scrapped it and everything about the car was or everything about the aero package got changed that much they basically had to go back to pre-season testing and just pick it pick it up from where they'd left that particular development train, and it didn't work for them. Was that in the Ralph years, Ralph and Juan Pablo? Yes, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. The car was missing sort of half the nose <laughs> and half a Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong Schumacher. Uh, he'll do. He'll do. <laughs> Good luck to anyone employing Dave this season. He's in DTM. <laughs> Dave is in DTM. Dave Schumacher never doesn't make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it really weird how Michael and Ralph Schumacher, uh, you know, the next generation Schumacher is Mick and Dave? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it is like sort of older men names, isn't it? It's like they've gone back a generation somehow. <laughs> I can't wait for that hot new karting prospect, Graham Schumacher. <laughs> I can't. I can't help but think Dave Schumacher should be like the simple cousin. <laughs> There's still time. Hey, yes, buddy. <laughs> he is son of Ralph, after all. Let's not, let's not praise his lineage too much. Son, son of brother Ralph. Brother, yeah, brother Ralph, man of the cloth, of course. <laughs> uh, uh, dare we do any predictions for this? 
Seen as um, yeah, can do. Seen as we're a bit behind other predictions because Chris, we never got we never got yours for uh, Saudi Well, then Arabia. I scored nothing, then did I? <laughs> so uh, in that case, that means I should probably go first for uh, for this one in Australia. Um, I think Carlos Sainz is going to win this race because he's been he's been on it right the way from the beginning of the season, and it's usually been something that stopped him from getting further down the line. So I think going to a, going to a circuit that uh, obviously he knows Bahrain and Saudi Arabia already, but but going to a circuit that has been on, on the calendar minus COVID every single year since he's been in Formula One, that's going to be super helpful for him. Uh, he knows the car now. Charles Leclerc is great. Don't get me wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with Charles Leclerc at all whatsoever. But uh, Science pulled back an eight-tenth deficit from practice to to qualifying and then to the race uh, to Leclerc. And then in Bahrain, it looked like he at times he was a faster Ferrari uh, until that safety car. It wasn't just Sergio Perez that, that it did for uh, Carlos Sainz. was having a really decent race until that safety car as well. So I think Science is going to win the race, and I think Leclerc will finish second, and I think Verstappen will finish third. Mm. Anybody want to go next? I am going to go for Verstappen win, Sainz second, Leclerc third. Okay. Karen, Lee, either of you? Um, I'll go... Verstappen win, Leclerc second, um, Perez third. Um, I was just trying to look at my... I put a quid on Science to win the World Championship at the start of the year. Inventors, I know. I was just trying <laughs> to see how much that's worth cash out. 62p. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go for nah, Science. stick with it. Yeah. Stick with it. Add on to that. It's not quite a Leicester City. Uh, a friend of mine has yeah. £10 on Lewis Hamilton not to win a race this year at 50 to 1. Oh, that could, could be Ooh. all right. That could happen. Um, and in that respect, I'm going to say Hamilton. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the last time I did this, I was part of the audience hive mind. I think I was the only like zero scorer that week, that time for it. Um, I'll say. I think Max will bin it, so I'll say a Perez win, Science second, Russell third. Mm. Mercedes. I'd like to alter mine. Uh, <laughs> there we go. But no, no, no. In uh, just when you said where when you said Max will bin it, I don't think Max will bin it, but I think Leclerc will bin it because we haven't had crashy Leclerc lately, and everyone's going, "Oh, it's Leclerc two point and, uh, my my favourite yeah. pastry treat. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be Max, <laughs> Perez, Sainz, another Red Bull one too. Okay. And I don't, I don't... a strong circuit for Red Bull. I don't, I don't think we'll be having crashy Leclerc this weekend as a mid-race snack. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for a Leclerc win. Uh, Verstappen second and Sainz third. Right, I'll get I'll get those put on the website. I don't think I put the last ones up yet. Um, Incidentally, crashy Leclerc does sound like something that happens in boarding schools. Sort <laughs> 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 of around age fifteen to seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I never said to Jane at the start of the... I try to sneak sweet treats past Jane all the time. I can't believe I never said to Jane at the start of the season, for every race Charles Leclerc wins, we get to have chocolate eclairs. It would have been... I mean, you'd have to roll me out the building, but that would have been... I've missed a trick there. (laughs) But now every time he bins it, you can have crashy leclairs. Oh, no. (laughs) Win-win. Um, if you want to take part and do your own predictions, you can go to the website, threelegsfourwheels.com, and go to the game section. There's the prediction league there. Predict the top three. Uh, pole position, fastest lap. Whether there'll be a safety car or not, probably will. Let's face it, Latif is racing. <laughs> and um, how many non-classified DNF DNSs there are. And uh, that one, that one's going to be running all season. Um. Right. Have we got anything else that we need to do? I don't so. know. 
We don't normally have any other business. We this don't, is, this do we? Put us on I, the spot. We, did we mention everything we were supposed to mention? I can't remember. I think that... we went off on a few tangents. What was on the list? Uh, write it down. <laughs> don't write these things uh, down. I, I don't want to point out who are the two people here that do radio. <laughs> Sean mentioned at least a list. You know, that's <laughs> that's production there. <laughs> I was of the I was I was led to believe a list had been made. No, we were just talking about it. I thought I thought somebody else was doing it. As as I work in <laughs> IT, somebody else always does the writing down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gutted that a total shunt has gone. I was you'd... well, funnily enough, I was just about to say it. We've dead, had, we've had dead, some... dead, it's gone, <laughs> dead, dead. It's the amount of times where Jane it has to hear me in the other room. It, it go, will be resurrected. I think it's Thiago Montero, you know. In the, fu- in the future, in the future, I see a bright future for a total shunt, but not this season. Well, what I was going to say was, as we've got a special guest, and um, as I've been, as I've been sent some don't, things don't in, don't call by the special guest dead. Um, we've got, we've got a new quiz. It's called "Who the Bloody Hell's This?" Then. <laughs> You're definitely not from Yorkshire, are you? <laughs> They wouldn't do this on the Isle of Wight, Chris. No, they wouldn't. No, absolutely not. No, um, no. These, these have been. This has been Who, sent who's in. that nipper then? <laughs> <laughs> it's been sent in by uh, Michael Gutland. Um, he says he's got a near lifetime supply of turtle shunts in his brain, but thankfully he sent some on email. So near ha- lifetime. Yeah. Christ. But I didn't have to take any of his brain out. He actually managed to email some of them. Oh, that's so good. Th- th- these are. Dan- Wait a second. He lobotomized himself. <laughs> This is taking it a bit far. Yeah, I'm not sure we should get behind this at all. <laughs> he sent it on a Windows Mail account. He may have had to have lobotomised himself to be able to get through setting one up. <laughs> right. I was born with Yay. a French name, but was not born in France. Romain Grosjean. <laughs> Jean, was Jean Alessi born in Italy? I think he may have that been. That rings a bell. I am considered by many to be slow by Formula One standards. Ralph Schumacher. (laughs) (laughs) The literally the Ralph of Schumacher. (laughs) And I am the predecessor to one of Formula One's finest and most revered. Predecessor. And I need a guess. The predecessor to Formula One's finest and most revered. Is it going to be a thing? Well, let's have a look. Who, I, who yeah, is Formula I'm, One's I'm, finest and most I, revered? I'm leaning towards non human. It's going to be Senna, isn't it? Is it Abs- Senna? Or, yeah. Abson's dad? <laughs> Mr. Senna. <laughs> well, no, no, it's somebody with a French name. It would be Monsieur Senna. Yeah, it'd be, well, actually, I believe, getting super nerdy, I believe he was Mr. De Silva. That's not a French um, name, though, is it? Le no, Silver. it's not. Le Silver, no. Mr. Um, Dargent. So it are we looking for somebody who was, maybe, who was maybe French and, and, and Ayrton Senna took his seat? French-sounding, um, not actual French. Yeah, yeah, French-sounding. Unless he's more of a Prost guy, this guy. But Prost was French. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Was like... he born in France? What's I the thought, clue? I, I I've got have... a French name, but I wasn't born there. Yes. yes. Did Thierry Bootsen race under a Belgian license? That yeah. vaguely rings a bell. Mm, I think we did. should go Thierry Bootsen for a start. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Right. Um, clue four. I've had several gaps in my Formula One career. Once was for financial reasons, and another because drivers thought it was too dangerous to be racing in my vicinity. Could still be Grosjean, <laughs> to be fair. Mm. Uh, I require an excellent. Yeah. I require an excellent and responsive braking package. Otherwise, you may hear complaints, poor lap times, or worse. Yeah, this Grosjean. sounds like Roman Grosjean. I literally said Grosjean, Grosjean on the first Grand clue, and no one listened to me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Sean is correct. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Roman Grosjean was born in Switzerland. He was under a French it's, license. It's clue six. Ow, my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Clue six is that since 2009, I have been responsible for six first lap accidents. Sounds it's about right. Roman Grosjean. Replace Pico. Right. He replaced Pico, but the My previous record is trying to... one's great, 
Right, the predecessor to one of Formula One's most revered is that Kimi Raikkonen? <laughs> mm, maybe Mazepin. <laughs> <laughs> it is one Placed of the him. clues. My crowning achievement was trying to kill two world championship champions in one corner. <laughs> Brackets and failing. Um, clue seven. I can clearly be seen from Fernando Alonso's onboard camera during the frightening crash at the 2012 Belgian Grand Prix. <laughs> I feel like we might be onto something I think, here. I, think, I, I, think I feel like here. Sean got it on, on guess I, one. I literally, like, French but not born in France, Grosjean was the first thing that happened. Switzerland? Yeah, he was yeah, born Geneva, in Geneva. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm veering away from Thierry Bootson. Sorry, Chris. Yeah. No, no, you're <laughs> absolutely right thing to do. Only fucking Roman Grosjean would lie about being French. <laughs> <laughs> Weird thing is... Oh, no, he's gone. Geneva Airport is yeah. right on the border between France and Switzerland. If you leave Geneva Airport by the wrong exit, you're in the wrong country. Oh. And it's not a lie. <laughs> My old housemate used to live in Geneva, but she would pop over the border to France to do her shopping because it was cheaper to travel to France and do your weekly shop than to shop in Geneva. Sounds yes, like no, living on the Isle Geneva of Man. Is ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> used to do that on booze cruises to Calais from Bradford. <laughs> It's a strange boat route, that. <laughs> Down the canal. Yeah, trying, to, trying to get across Channel Ferry up Leeds-Liverpool Canal. Bye, heck. <laughs> uh, clue eight. I'm often associated with the colours black, gold and red. We're back to Senna now, aren't we? Black, gold and red. Well, hang on. Lotus oh, black, was black, black and, and gold. Black and gold is the Lotus. Yeah, and he drove for them, didn't he? Has red. had some red at one point. Has had a few colours. His hand again? Maybe. <laughs> I won't come back. <laughs> uh, clue nine. I was expected to make only one appearance in Formula One in 2020. What? Yes, because hmm? he was going to test the Mercedes. Yeah, but that was, that was 2021. Sorry, sorry, 20, sorry 2021. I misread. Ah, you, ah, you misread it, so yes. Yeah, therefore giving it away even further. <laughs> he was supposed to test the... Um, Mercedes at uh, the French Grand Prix, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Mm. But that didn't happen. They, they had some kind of travel issue, I think, didn't they? Where if, if he went, he wouldn't have been able to get back in the, to the States in time for IndyCar? Mm. Or some drama along Something those happened. lines. Yeah, did they, did, I've got a feeling, did they move the French Grand Prix last year by a week? Oh, who the fuck knows? There was, yeah, there was dicking about with, with the. It, sound, uh, it sounds reasonable. It sounds table. plausible. Yeah. Uh, do you want clue ten? Is this a spaffer? There, no, there is. There's ten clues and a spaffer. I mean, the first it's, clue. It's a spaffer. Gave it away, my name but... rhymes with Loman Flojon. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you clue ten, and then you can make a guess. Okay. I am not Roman Grosjean. Oh, this is this is oh, troubling. Perfect. This is very troubling. We have to start the quiz again, right? Yeah, this we've, um. we've also not. This is the problem. We've been cocky, so we've second. not been paying attention it, properly for the last four. Is Roman Grosjean a liar? Because <laughs> it, he could if he be. is, I still think it might be Roman Grosjean. <laughs> Driver incognito. <laughs> First name, last name. <laughs> Roman Grosjean. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of those things where he's he's licensed his own name and he doesn't appear in F1 2020, so they've replaced him with Francois. <laughs> yeah. Francois Big Trousers. <laughs> I mean, I suppose the thing is here, he says the name the name sounds French. What if he thinks Pastor Maldonado sounds French? It I seems think like he's lost. open to interpretation. <laughs> this is true. There is an element it. of interpretation as to what sounds French. He has given me Do a I... sp- he has given me a spaffer. Go on. It's. I apologise if my cryptic clues have been the source of your frustration. Could have been Roman Grosjean. I'm taking a moral win anyway. <laughs> oh, is it Spa? Last horse. La Source is French, but yeah. not actually French. It has probably been the scene of many first lap incidents. The flag is black and gold and red. Yeah. The flag from yes, correct, yes. Mm. This has gone from being one of my greatest 
of you know moments ever. Mm. This meet your heroes moments <laughs> of all time, where the person who's wrote in the total shunt, who I usually nail every week, me over. So, your guess. Mm, La Source. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be La Source. Since 2009. Oh, it's meant, yeah. Okay, sorry. I am La Source Hairpin. Yay. (laughs) Very good. That was excellent. Who knew uh, there were so many similarities between Grosjean and a corner? (laughs) So just go through all of those clues again for La Source. Okay. Born with a French name, but not in France. Yeah, Belgium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm considered by many to be slow by Formula One standards. One of the slowest corners on the. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I am the pre- I am the predecessor to one of Formula One's finest and most revered, O Rouge. O Rouge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, gaps in the Formula One career. One was for financial reasons, and another because drivers thought it was too dangerous when they stopped racing at Spa before they uh, completely remodelled the circuit. Yeah. 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 And financial reasons when it was at 2000. And six or seven or something when it dropped off the calendar for a year or two yeah mm. um excellent responsive braking package yeah it can screw up a lap six first lap incident speaks for itself you can you can see the corner from alonso's on board while grosjean was landing mm-hmm. on him um associated with the colors black gold and red belgian flag expected to make only one appearance in formula one in 2021 what well, the belgian grand prix yeah so, for our debut, who the bloody hell's that? Or whatever it was, I called it. <laughs> I'm not starting a spreadsheet for that game. That can go on to the last one. <laughs> we'll, put that down, we'll put that down as an honorary total shunt. Yes, maybe. <laughs> I, I, the, I don't know if it was the first one I ever sent in. I did send in a total shunt to yourself, Lee, years ago, and it didn't, I don't think it ever got used. Aww. And I, it probably just got buried, mate. I tried to, I tried to, pander to you a bit because i decided <laughs> if i word it right he might go oh, this is funny let's use this one i'm pretty sure clue one was i am a fucking prick or something <laughs> like that you know after after i was born in it was as well as being a prick i'm also an asshole you know i probably just read that was it lance stroll another one <laughs> <laughs> i think it was jean louis balestra oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the old uh, president old fia president but FIA yeah. president, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. he was. Um, FIA. Yeah, he was FIA president before uh, Max Mosley. Jean Marie, not Jean Louis. Yeah, you're not mixing up with Jean. No, no, I mean, you're I, not mixing I, up with Jean Louis imagine... Delatraz, who was also shit, <laughs> <laughs> and arguably a prick. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I thought that might get lost somewhere in your inbox, Lee. But I just thought if I swear a lot, he might go. I like this one; it's got swearing in it. <laughs> and, and I would have done. I absolutely would have done. But no, no they, they just ended up with fucking like main boxes was just full of things. Yeah. Full. And this is why we've got that little uh, e on the uh, on the podcast listings. <laughs> uh, well, thanks a lot for uh, for putting up with us this week, and uh, thank you for joining us, Kieran. Um, just in case anyone's forgotten, because I don't think you've mentioned it at all. Where can people hear your radio show? <laughs> Well, uh, you can hear me on. Oh God, I'm not going to do the Alan Partridge voice. Um, you can. I'm on Sunday nights on Vectis Radio between seven and ten. Uh, it's at vectisradio.com. Or if for some reason you're on the Isle of Wight, firstly swim, get out, do what you can. <laughs> Se- I don't mean that. Uh, secondly, uh, it's FM 104.6. I'm also on uh, Wednesday evenings at six o'clock with. Something I call the new music podcast, but isn't a podcast whatsoever. It's just a 15-minute long feature of music and things. Um, yeah, that's where you can catch me. Just, just in case for people that can't listen to it at that time, is there a listen again feature? Because it clashes with like iRacing League. <laughs> there, there isn't for the main show. Um, and this is actually this is just reminding me that I was going to do something and put it up again. And I completely forgot. That's a bit of a mistake. But um, no, there isn't. But all the podcasts are listen again. Uh, via Mixcloud, uh, and on Mixcloud, we're uh, just known as Vectis Radio, I think, or we might be the Vectis Radio iPlayer, which is, I think, trademark theft. Um, <laughs> and I work for an intellectual property firm now, so I should probably let them know that. Um, what, Vectis so, Radio yeah. or the BBC? Who came first? 
<laughs> I mean, we didn't get electricity to about 1984, so I'm not banking on it being Vectis Radio. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm on there, um, and yeah, you can catch podcasts and things like that on there. Excellent. Um, we did an extra Patreon show this week, which you will probably have already um, had notification of first, because the Patreon ones tend to go up quicker, but if you want to get the extra shows that we do from time to time and get access to the podcast early, you can sign up to Patreon for as little as $1, €1 Euro, or £1 a month. And if you go to patreon.com slash threelegs4wheels, you can sign up there. Of course, we're at threelegs4wheels on all the socials, and the website at threelegs4wheels.com, and individually on Twitter, we are... At Sean Cowper. At Flood21. At A Total Shunt. At Pablo100. And... Uh, at Kieran is boring. There's no way to follow a Twitter handle like that, is there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, got, I got that read out on um, BBC Five Live practice when I was about 18. And I was crofty going, I'm sure you're lovely. I was like, <laughs> don't do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that's my Twitter handle. Just don't do that. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us, Kieran. And uh, thanks to everyone for listening. And all being well, we'll stay COVID-free. And we'll be back with you next week to... Um, Go through whatever happens in, as it will be over here, the early hours of Sunday morning. So here's to an early, yes. night, here's to an early night on Saturday. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.